Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. And we're back. It's Sunday. Happy Sunday, everybody. It's your favorite. It's your boy, Chris Dickerson, with you know who, Paul Yanish. And we're back for the Sunday edition. Uh, nice little lazy Sunday after a madness of all star games are back. Interesting yep. headlines are coming out. We've got a fired Yankee hitting coach. We've got mm. a yard sale in the central. And, and watching this Angels game, they're now taking fan polls on whether to, to deal Otani or not. So we anticipated this going into All-Star break. We knew this was going to happen, basically. Like, what what's the story? What's going to come out of All-Star break? And it it's literally hitting us in the face right now. The Yankees are in last place. What's Otani going to do? Start me off. So a couple of things. Yankees are in last place, which is can be a little misleading because if they were in the AL Central, they would be in first place according to their record. So that being said, they're in the AL East. It's a tough spot. Like you mentioned, new hitting coach, guy by the name of the mayor, Sean Casey, excited to see that i know him and him and booney obviously go way back they played together i'm sure they've been really tight sean casey is one of the best guys in baseball i, I don't know if you're going to find anybody to say anything bad about that guy um that being said I, i'm sure he's really fired up about the opportunity to be in the dugout you know be the hitting coach in the bronx i'm sure there's going to be some naysayers though he's never coached before obviously he's been around major league baseball for the last 20 years he had a tremendous amount of success as a hitter, and I know he didn't beat any of his hits out, so those are real hits. Um, I just I'm, – I'm curious how this unfolds. I will say I think it's a win-win Even for got Sean. got thrown out from – From left field, yeah. Line drive line drive off the third baseman's glove. No. Thought it got caught. Thrown out yeah. from left. But it's a win-win for Yeah, probably for, one for of three mayor. players in history. For sure, but like, here's the deal: he's in New York. They're struggling yep. offensively. If 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 they if they turn it around, it's obviously going to look good on him. If they struggle the rest of the year, like they have up to this point, I mean, it is it is what it is. I don't you know. So for me, if I'm Sean, if I'm the mayor, yeah, sign me up, dude. Give me give me the hoodie, the sleeveless hoodie. I'll, I'll go hang out in the dugout with 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 the boys and see if we can get him going. Yeah, absolutely. I mean. It's a yeah, that's dream dream scenario right there. And I will say Sean did a tremendous job MLB network, you know, breaking down hitting like he's a hitting guy. He loves baseball more than anything. And I think that that kind of thing exudes he exudes hitting. But historically, if we've looked at guys who are tremendous hitters that go straight to hitting coaches haven't had very very good success um i think there are a number of people that kind of like work their way system when they just try to jump into it hasn't really played out well i mean barry bonds being in in miami um there have been a number of very prolific players that have jumped in with no actual hitting coach experience in the minor leagues to just jump into big league jobs and hasn't turned out well but for sean like like you said i'm rooting 100 one of my favorite all-time favorite people of all time um, I have a, I have a great Sean Casey, just to give you kind of some, some context on, on that, on that guy, you know, one of our first big league camps probably was on the bike, did my hamstring coming back and sat down, was on the bike next to Sean. And we just so happened, I saw his name years before. Weird, 
weird. Yeah, and I just I just did it again the other day playing uh playing in our Sun or Saturday soccer league. So shocker. Of course, um, of course you did. But sits down. He was a for, former former Brewster Whitecap, and I you know brought that up. Icebreaker with with a with a show with a show legend. Hey, we both played for Brewster. That's awesome. Got rapping. I go back to the minor league side. In my locker are three Sean Casey bats. Way too big, but I was just like i mean that's what kind of guy just a basic conversation three brand new pearl bats uh in my locker ready to go i was so afraid that i'd break them i probably held on to them as souvenirs for like the first month in dayton (laughs) um but he you know unbelievable guy super enthusiastic so i think from that he's able to connect with guys he he's a very enthusiastic uh guy who knows yeah, hitting so i'm really interested to see that and you get the wolf pack the old wolf pack back together the cincinnati wolf pack booney and sean casey i mean it's kind of a little dynamic duo throwback to like late 90s reds right there yeah i will say too like you make a good point with the um with 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 case's personality like they, they could use a little good mood over there and he's full of good mood you know he doesn't have the scar tissue of of, of having been there you know, really, obviously, there's a ton of pressure associated with playing there and, and being involved with that. They're in last place. I think I think some some fresh mojo is, is bodes well. It bodes well. So rooting, rooting for them to get going offensively over there. I'm, I'm in I'm in on Casey as a hitting coach. Yeah, I think they I think that that's one thing that's been blaring um, indicator of what's happening in New York. It just doesn't look like that team has had any fun all year. I mean, and it's not just yeah. the injuries. I think just just what they're what they what they got going. I think the, the personalities, I just it doesn't look like they're having any fun. I mean, you look at this is the Mr. Fun League right now, and I feel like the Yankees are having the absolute worst time. But like you said, I mean, let's let's be honest here. You know, you're looking at the AL Central who's about to go through an absolute yard sale because no one's a no one's a contender over there. Um, you know, they could be in first place in that division. So I mean it's a rough div- division. If we're looking at actual, you know, giving it per- perspective here. Again, two historical numbers. The Yankees, the last time they were in last place as part of the season was 1990. That was the only year, the last year, that they finished in last place. On the other side, this division is still on pace to make history. It will only be the second time in the division era that all teams would be on pace to finish five games over 500. So silver linings playbook right there. That's still going to be unique if that if that does happen. We got a lot of season left, but um, by the way, 1990 was 30 years ago, 33 years ago. That's a long time. Oof. Don't get me started, buddy. Don't um, get me started. Okay. So you mentioned you mentioned back. the Orioles. You you mentioned the Orioles being. By the way, they're only a game out of first place as we sit here today. They've 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 you know caught the Rays so to speak. Really curious. They're 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 playing well, man. And they're going to be in position to make a uh, to make a, a pretty big trade potentially with somebody. They're looking for starting pitch and help. Rumor mill. I, I'm I'm going to make a call. I, I like you talked about the AL Central being in a bad spot. I like Dylan Cease to go to Baltimore. They okay? ain't giving him away, buddy. You don't think so? No shot. Oh man. Well, I think he's too big of a piece. He's a, I mean, he's a guy, he's a guy, but if you're looking to get, mm-hmm. but what are you going to give if you're Baltimore, what are you giving up for their ACE? Like their ACE, ACE, future ACE. Why not a guy like Lucas Giolito who's yeah, looking, I mean, they don't have who's to. going in arbitration. They already know he's, they already know he's not coming back. 
I, they've made that. Yeah. They've made that. Um, they've made that known that he will not be coming back. Yeah. He was going to go on to the free agent market, and he is he is pitching very well, which I'm so glad to see. That's my right boy. Up. He is pitching. He's down into the threes right. He's bound, down into threes right now, and so he's getting back to old Lucas. And this would be an opportune time to offload that, not have to pay him, going to free agency and let and you know make a run at it, and then he continues to deal and then the, and then the Orioles can figure out what to do with it. But I don't think they're giving away Dylan. So I like, I like it on the surface with he, with Giolito, but here's the thing. They're not going to get the same haul. They're not getting the same package for Giolito for essentially a rental. Cease is a proven guy. I know we talked about it. He, had a, he started, just started the season off slow. He's since got it going, but he is a, for all intents and purposes, a proven ace under control for a long period of time. The Orioles are going to be in the mix to be able to sign somebody like that for long for the long term. It's it's a long shot. I admit it. That's just the call I'm making, and you can't change my mind. I can say whatever I want. And they're also in the same boat. I don't think that's what you're getting. I don't think that you're seeing that. That they're probably in the same boat. <laughs> if you look at their career trajectory, they're in the same boat. Career trajectory here. You come off an AL um, AL Cy Young Award, second and third third running, and then blow up with a four the following year. So Lucas is coming back from that year. This was a big sure. year for him to prove that sure. he's still that guy from 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 that miserable year that he had last year. But people forget he was a Cy Young candidate two or three years ago. Dylan Cease, yeah. obviously, last year. And then, you know, we talked about this early in spring training. He was getting absolutely banged up, which was like a weird, you know, we didn't know it at the time, but it was weird foresight. But he's still at a four this year. If you're not necessarily – you have someone who's in the four, you have someone in the three – you know, it goes either way. So, like I said, unless he can really show that he's that super ace like he was last year, then he's just kind of a guy. But I think Lucas makes more sense right now um, because you can – I think he'll j- just be cheap. You're not going to ship away your ace and ask for for a haul um, to Baltimore, nor do you want to give up a whole bunch of stuff. That, that makes sense. I'm with you on that. It's it's we'll, we'll see what happens there. But the point is Orioles are playing good, have continued. They're persisting. They're not going anywhere. They've actually caught the Rays. It'll be really interesting to see what happens at the top of that division because you got two teams that are playing well that are, are not going anywhere. And, and I know we talk about the Blue Jays being a pitcher away. You know, they got Alec Manoa back in the big leagues, but the Red Sox and Yankees, as we sit here today, are, are kind of on the outside looking in, man. Yeah, hundred percent. And then another thing, if we're if we're talking about like true aces, and we're talking, we're going to be on this, you know, this this trade bonanza right now. Stroman is a potential is mm-hmm. a potential guy yeah. who's going to go out now. That is something that's going to be kind of that will be more of a blockbuster. That's in in your case, with your words, super ace Dylan Cease. That he is that guy in Chicago right now. So that would hey. that's going to be super interesting. I don't know where hey. you think he goes. I don't think he goes to Baltimore. No, I like I like Toronto for him. I, I do. It's it's familiar. I, I think you're right. He's going to go back. Well, well, I mean, we'll see. We, we don't get paid to make that decision. We're just talking about it. But the prodigal, like, the prodigal son returns. I like it because here's what I like about Marcus Stroman. If I'm in a race and I'm trying to make a run, you know, that you, you can take the antics. You can love him or you can hate him. But one thing he likes is the big moment. Period. Okay, so like. You got to appreciate that he's throwing well. He's made it known he wanted to stay in Chicago. You know, it doesn't look like that's going to happen right now. But I, I I like him as a piece for one of the teams that needs a starting pitcher. I I think he makes a big difference down the stretch, and in particular in a playoff series, because again, in that environment, he thrives on that, which you have to appreciate if you're if you're looking for a guy down the stretch. 
but it, Toronto, yeah. And I'm saying I think it would actually fire him up to be right back in the saddle again, pitching well, just like he used to, like dominating in Toronto, and then have that you know that that juju going into the stretch in Toronto yeah. with that with that atmosphere right now. But it, I think it's no I doubt. think it's a perfect place. The prodigal son coming back to Toronto when he's reestablished himself as one of the top pitchers in the game, going into Toronto in that that vicious cockfight of the AL East. Um, but I don't think there's also, there's not a whole lot of better places than uh, Toronto during playoff time. That place is absolutely ballistic uh, in that, in the, in the old, in the old dome. That's great. The, uh, how about gotta I watch got another one. flying beer bottles? It can happen. It can happen. Um, another oh, it's one. Happened. It's happened it, to it, me, it, buddy. I know. I know. I saw it too. Um, another another Chicago Cub on the on the on the docket is uh, for me a resurgence Belly. of Cody Bellinger. Yeah, man. Is I it mean, a resurgence? You're me there's, there's not a. Well, I mean, he. You're Has talking he about a resurgence, former, though. I mean, relative to MVP. what he's like. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying relative to what he's he struggled obviously in LA the last year or two, to the point to where Indeed. he was available. You know what I mean? So like he's back. He's a real player again, playing center field for the Show Cubs and. He's, he's a left-handed power bat. Nobody needs that? Everybody needs it, but define resurgence. What's he hitting well, right I mean, now? He, Can we get a stat check? And yeah, let's look it up. I, we I, got, think, you're got using, the, I think you're you're throwing that word out very freely. Resurgence. I got the well, let's look it up. Um tell me what you're thinking. T- tell me tell me why you don't you don't like him to get moved. And if you're if, if you're making a run, you don't want him in your lineup. A guy okay, that can so play all three outfield positions at a gold glove level. Apparently he's hitting 305 with 12. Oh, my bad. Sorry, Yanish. Nice call. Um, yeah, I probably don't want a gold glove center fielder. They can also play first, hitting 305 with 12 from the left side. Nobody needs that, I guess. JK. JK. Uh, hello, Yan- I hello like- Yankees. Short porch. I- I like him to get moved. The Yankees actually are a great call because he's played in the big market. You know what you're getting there. That's again, relative to playing in the playoffs. We all know that's a different deal. I'm not saying the Yankees are in the playoffs at this point, but you got to like Bellinger having been in those situations, having performed in those situations. He's, he's a guy that he's a guy that, you know, I think gets moved and probably to a, a pretty big time, big time market contender. Yeah. Well, time will only tell, but at the end of the day, does anybody really care where the rest of the league is going right now? There's only one guy in everybody's mind. This mm-hmm. guy, this guy out of Japan, is Shohei He's Otani. Actually like Pretty good. Two guys, two guys in one. But um, curious to see what happens here, man. I think, I think that the baseball decision based on the. Which you mentioned, you you referenced it earlier on the Telecaster Sunday Night Baseball. They, you know, the, the the poll that they took of Major League fans, everybody says that they should trade him. Baseball decision, you you should trade him. You should get what you can get for him, and trade him. But that's an emotional deal. The Angels, obviously, from an economic standpoint, he brings a lot of people. He, you know, is obviously very marketable. I'm a believer if they trade him. You can say that they have the opportunity to sign him again in the offseason and bring him back, but if they trade him, there, I don't think there's any way he's coming back to to, to Anaheim. And if no. we're being honest, I, I don't he's think not. I don't think he's staying in Anaheim anyway. Like, I think he's 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 going to go to a different spot, right? 
Right. And I, I think if you give away Otani, I don't think it, he leaves. He, yeah, he's not coming back. And if and Otani leaves, the fans aren't coming back. I think this is going to be yeah. like the I think this is going to be the tipping point of Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. This is going to be the tipping point of the frustration. Um, I'm more curious about that than anything. I, I know he's going to he's going to go on the move. It's just a matter of are you going to just take Otani for a two month Band-Aid? and then put him back on the market because you can't afford him or what are you just what are you going to give up are you going to give up half half your system um you know with a huge haul for for to sacrifice two months of otani's son yeah. um knowing that you can't sign him knowing that you can't sign him in the off season i think that's a, it's a very it's a very slippery slope on what you're getting you really have to be in the in the driver's seat ready to make that push knowing that he's going to get you not just to the playoffs, but deep into the playoffs. I mean, I think it's a potential contender move. Um, Mm -hmm. It's just who has the chips at the end of the day, because it's not, that's not a guy that you do. Uh, No, I I, I take that back because we look at the Manny Machado thing. We've, we've seen that with Manny. Uh, We've seen that with Manny Ramirez with the Dodgers when he came in for the two months and hit 390, And he basically carried that team in the playoffs. Um, Manny coming to the Dodgers, absolutely raking for two months. Uh, and then they, you know, they set him free and he ended up signing with San Diego. So essentially, I mean, we could we could see something like that, but the Dodgers had the money, though. That's the that's the biggest difference. They had the money okay. to make that long-term contract and they got into that bidding war during the offseason. There's only a few teams that are gonna they're gonna have to have to that this is gonna happen. But I would be interested to see, like you said, I think a lot of people are overlooking and taking too much weight with the last place with the fourth and fifth last place but if i think if you did the if you did the division right now if you did playoffs every everybody you know the top three or four teams in the east have a chance right now so if that's something for boston that they're willing if they get in if they have if they've got a shot and he goes to boston and they give up somebody and then you reunite him with this boy that could potentially be one of those places that we discussed months ago, that that's really one of the only places and ideally that would be one of our was on our high, high list for potential yeah. moves with, for him. With your, with Yoshida, who by the way is swinging the bat really well right now. Um, I do like that. I, I like that concept. I, that's just, just not what I see happening, but I, I am curious to see. I do. Th- I think he gets moved. I, I do, but you're right. There's, there's a, there's just a few teams that have the, the, the firepower to sign him this offseason because, I mean, we, that's another conversation, a math conversation we need to have about what that contract is going to look like because it is the definition of unprecedented, right? Like, I mean, we're looking at a five or $600 million contract, I assume, and it, it's going to be fun to see that, whoever whoever comes out on the, on, on the top of that bidding war. And if, if we're, you know, if there are some baseball – economic experts or non-experts here um, just quick snapshot as a top pitcher in the game right now in today's market he would be he would demand be demanding max scherzer justin verlander money yeah. looking at 32 33 million dollars a year as a hitter if he were to go on the market right now he is also looking at giancarlo you know ramirez manny Judge. machado 30 million 30 million dollars judge money 
So now we're putting two of those together. So when people start to you know look at 600 million, they think it's like inflation. You look at some of the big contracts like your boy <laughs> Patrick Mahomes doing 425 for you know for 10 years. I mean, yes, because Patrick Mahomes is absolutely elite. So when you have again unprecedented talent two ways, that's basically how they're coming up with the 600 because you would essentially be making the top pay the top pay yeah. percentage. Um, on on There's both no sides on both sides of the ball <laughs> right oh, it's, man. it's a it's joke be, it may be a hey you're, you're a soccer fan it may go into that kind of deal where he gets like ownership in the, <laughs> in the in the organization that's part of the deal hey i mean yeah i mean why not i mean you got Messi coming over i mean how can they throw some stuff on the on the back the back end of this deal uh yeah let's look like for like a 25 percent equity stake in the team you know box Apple Apple TV subscriptions like Messi, um, but one one interesting thing to note when uh, Albert was coming back in his free agent deal, that was one of the things that they had actually discussed as yeah. they didn't want to go into a super long term deal, a twelve year deal, assuming that he didn't pay, play out like the last two years that they would offer him those remaining years, in part as a minority owner um, into, into the team. I thought that was a really interesting deal. I don't know if, if, if Otani wants to be a, a, uh, major league baseball owner, but you know what? I think they're going to have to figure They're going to have to get super crafty with it, with this deal. Yeah, there's no doubt it in the short term, though, trying to figure out if he gets traded here in the next couple of weeks is, is what really is the, the relevant topic. And again, I think that he does, we'll see what happens. You know, the, the angels haven't played well, here of late they've got obviously Trout and Rendon are hurt so I don't know man it's going to be something that is talked about here for the for the next couple of weeks and I'm sure that the rumors are going to continue to heat up and it'll be fun to watch maybe the Giants so speaking I, I like the Giants sleep sneaky sneaky mm-hmm. sleeper sneaky, what do you got? Sneaky, I think it's what? one of the better divisions in baseball um yeah we're speaking of elite elite talents we're just, i know crazy i mean why would they not be everybody's you know firing on all cylinders over there freddie's still raking you know got mookie going in the home run derby knowing that he wasn't going to win he just went in for you know just for the giggles of it just to say that he did it and i fully respect that um yeah. but yeah no they're doing their thing over there and uh, that's also another place for for Gilead. I think that's on the on the radar as well. Is, is Gio coming for back, sure. returning home? Because, like you said, Walker Bueller, they have two guys down, and that's another that's another team that may, needs to make a push with their to to bolster their, their pitching staff. So it's also another thing to keep the keep an eye on. With 24 minutes left, or 24 minutes, the Barry Bonds. What's your take on Barry Bonds? The vindicate the vindication. Well, let's let's start here. He, he's the most. I mean, in my one of the most talented players of our era, right? Offensive hitters, um, easily. We're, obviously, yeah. so, a lot I mean, of a lot quick of cons- context. What what Ronald Acuna is doing now? He, he was mm-hmm. doing like consecutive years, like in a eight eight year span. He was doing Acuna yeah. numbers every year, and this yeah, was was he when he was in Pittsburgh. A lot of controversy surrounded him, obviously for for what was going on at that time in baseball. He, he was the best player in baseball. And, and, you know, at, at the time of, of, of a high, of high controversy, you know, now at this current juncture, has it been long enough? I don't know. Is he, you know, a hall of fame player? Yeah. He's a hall of fame player. 
is that ever going to, you know, be the way that it works out? I, you know, probably not, I guess. I, I don't know. I, you know, it's, it's, it's unfortunate because of how talented he, what he is or was. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't know what comes of it. I think, I think that this is a, a topic of conversation. I just don't know that it changes anything, at least for me. What do you got? I don't, I don't think it changes for me either. And I think it's an, I think it's unfortunate. Um, I just, yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate. If you were to take a snapshot and I, I'm, I'm make the same, uh, argument for a guy like Robbie Cano, like he was the best in, at his position for, for a decade, mm -hmm. for a decade yeah. before he got into the steroid trouble, he was doing like all time numbers. Like, I mean, elite top 10 at the, at his position ever, um, but then you look at some of Bond's numbers, um, and they're apps, they're they're ridiculous. I mean, you really have to like sit there and like contemplate how amazing it was. You know, he's like one, he's like the only player with six hundred with six or five hundred stolen bases, six hundred home runs. He had already won three MVPs and like eight Gold Gloves in Pittsburgh. Like, you take mm -hmm. that period of time, hundred percent Hall of Famer. But geez, when I go back and look at seventy home runs and he's running around like a linebacker, it makes it, it makes it tough. Yeah. Yeah, unbelievable player, man. Unbelievable. But uh, another good week, dude. We got a we got a forecast coming up this this coming week. We need to touch on some of the on some of the the, the upcoming schedules and who's playing who and who's hot and who's not. Go to YouTube. Leave us a comment. Let us know uh, who you think is going to be traded. Give us your top three options. And just for, again, just for giggles, let us know your opinion on Bonds right now because there's a lot of things right there, and I'm always interested to see. I know there's some baseball heads that are going to drop some serious stats in the comments. So, again, go hey, uh, go and, see us on, on YouTube. And get your applications in yes, early Paul. for next year's All-Star All game. We're, 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 we, need, we need families for next year's All-Star game. That's right. That's right. Drop a link in the comments. Explain your – give us your story. Reach out to Believe Network even. We got people over there. <laughs> We're taking applications. Send somebody to 2024 All-Star in Dallas. We'll see y'all next week. Y'all. We'll see y'all. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.